everyone and welcome back to Born Offside. Uh, we will take a look at last week's action and take a quick look forward to this week's action in the Premier League, the Premier League fixtures. And it's a bit, it's, there's lots of action. There's some action going on this weekend. Is that really um, Mate, um, action. It is actually. Um, <laughs> okay. Actually. Um, it's the, uh, mate, it's the North London Derby. It is, isn't it? What it's a horrible you... time to be having it as well. I'm not. Uh, I'm well, not. It's the one that you've got on your calendar, pretty much at yeah. the beginning, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, when when fans all, all kind of get together and and then they're all like, you know, hey, it's it's you know, let's have a look at the fixtures. Are oh, you in the old days? You used to have Man United and all that stuff and everything. You'd look for where Man United were. You'd look for Christmas, Boxing Day. You know, one of those ones for you. It's North London Derby, right? That's that's the one that you look for. Well, and also a, it's a. It's also the thing that up until now, mate, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like the season didn't really start. Like, it feels like we're still in preseason a little. I know we did, and these games count, and they mean stuff. I know but what you like, mean, actually. You know, it's still summer. It's, um, it still feels a little bit like a preseason tournament. But now that there's a proper game on, like a serious <laughs> one, now it might well feel like the, you know, the actual season has started. But for me, almost the season doesn't start until, until you watch that Sunday game and, and it's dark by the end of the game, you know? <laughs> yes. Then it, then it started. Absolutely. But, None of this sunshine bullshit, you know? What's, what's all that about? Good weather and all that crap. No. And, 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 and water breaks during the community shield. What's that oh, about? God. That's not oh. Premier League football. God, um, mate. Let's start with Arsenal because um, it's uh, a bit of an interesting one. I, I mean, they uh, would you say they were knocked off their perch last weekend at Anfield, or do you think it's uh, do you think do you think the bubble sort of burst from their semi-positive start to the season, or do you, do you think let, actually? Let, let me give you uh, let me give you the exact account of what happened. Now, okay. Now. Let's rewind and go back a couple of podcasts when someone, I won't name him, but it wasn't me, <laughs> said, said, I think David Luiz is a good purchase. I think that will improve the Arsenal defence. And then the other person, let's not name him, but it was me, said <laughs> quite unequivocally, they've signed a crack poodle. He's a liability. He's going to make a shit defence even worse, just with bigger hair. Now, Let's, let's fast forward to last weekend when they played Liverpool, when I don't want to call myself like, you know, some kind of hypocritical Nostradamus, but I did get it exactly right. The man, you did. The man pulled off a, a certain level of brilliance in that he committed a foul when the last thing he wanted to do was commit a foul. And then mm-hmm. for the third goal, he let a player run by him when the last thing he wanted to do was let a player run by him. Imagine, imagine the team talk afterwards was like, here, no foul. No foul. Here, no foul. Got it, David? Got it, got it. Here, foul. No, no, no. Got no it. foul. No foul. Okay, no foul. No foul. No foul? Foul. No, no foul. 
They're walking, they're walking down the tunnel over to the field. He turns around to uh, Shaka and you go, was it foul or no foul? I can't, can't remember what he said. You know. Shaka, Shaka, like, Shaka, inbox is foul or not? <laughs> Shaka, like, Dick, Dick Emery I, I is like, inbox, no foul. <laughs> they're coming out the tunnel together with Emery, still discussing it. Foul or not? Foul. Oh, okay, foul. Um, but mate, look, I mean, the first penalty was just stupid, absolutely stupid. And you can see the smile on his face, you know, <laughs> when, that he it, does it, it. when he does it. And when, when they're lining up for the penalty and he's kind of like, he Dude, can't help himself me. but smile. He just can't help it at David all. Luis, David <laughs> Luiz's Twitter bio is famously, I love the life. <laughs> he, li- mate, he literally he has this gone, yoink, oh. That'll be a pen. <laughs> Oops. That'll be a pen. There we go. I'm going to protest a little bit. And Monreal, hey, you come here. You protest as well. So, so it takes it off me a little bit. But yeah, we all know it's a foul. But apparently it's going to VAR. I don't even know why. But anyway, um, and it did. It went to VAR. He pulled, tugged his shirt back and everything. I'd love to know what Louise actually said to the ref the second after it happened. Because what was it? I think he said... But he kept going. <laughs> I'm sure that's what he, he must have said. Like, yeah, yeah, I pulled his shirt. That's fine. But he kept going. He didn't fall. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't dive. You know, well, okay, anyway. And he got booked for it, of course. And then I put it to you that on the third one, where he just knocked it past him and just went, he actually gets out of his way because he knows full well that if he, he any contact, he's got a red. So uh, Mate, I, I would you know, say you, I would say you were correct if it wasn't mm-hmm. for the fact that the individual doing it was the same individual who committed the stupid penalty in the first place. <laughs> I think you're and who giving let, him too much famously, cognitive cognitive thoughts. <laughs> like he fa- doesn't. And famously left let let uh, um uh son one son human through uh, in ex- in pretty much the same sort of fashion yeah. uh, in in a way didn't he? It I'll was kick uh, him, yeah. Kick him, kick him. Oh, I've missed him. Oh, it's gone through my legs. Oh, yep. he's fast. Um, <laughs> mate, um, Pepe is the first person to dribble past Van Dyke in what, like 50 football matches or something. Mate. I want to know what this, you know, what's dribbling past a player? It's what, like, if you just knock it past him and run past him, is that it? Is that what it, is that what that yeah. means? I mean, what? I mean, yeah. it means you have the ball in front of him, and then you get behind him with the ball, mate. That was for Regardless me as a Tottenham fan. For me as a Tottenham yeah. fan, that moment when Pepe went through was horrifying. Like I was like, <laughs> he's coming through. He was going through. Oh my god, he's actually really good. Fuck, they piled out seventy-two million, and he's good. <laughs> Shit. And then he finishes, and I'm like, oh phew, phew. <laughs> <laughs> mate. Um, look. Uh, all, all good and everything. I mean, we could talk uh, until the cows come home about Emery's uh, uh, diamond formation and how it completely failed. Uh, but I want to just good for switch half an hour, were... no? The first <laughs> half an hour, yeah, yeah. You'd and then have to say that by a, by a header from a set piece, which let's face it, can happen to anyone. Can right? happen, yeah, yeah. But the, the um, capitulation after that was was bad. Was bad, yeah. That was bad and sad. And uh, I mean, Salah's third goal was very nice and very crack poodly. Yes. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it was it was a lovely goal to sort of finish it off. But mate, let's just switch on to Spurs a little bit here because Spurs are not exactly in a great place either, are they? Uh, right now, they've got um, uh, they've got a terrible record actually at the at the empty crates. Um, they've got issues with their Danish 
great Dane who doesn't seem to want to play or, or I don't know if that's the fact or whether he's just being kept on the on on the bench because uh, uh, he's he's you know moaning and whining or whinging on on trying to get this move. Uh, Vatongan's also is it Vatongan or Alvaro? I keep forgetting which one is is being left on the bench as well because he's having some issues as well. Um, I mean, what's what's going on? Harry Kane only had four touches in the box against Newcastle last week. Uh, it's a terrible result for Spurs last week. I can keep going, mate. If you want, you can stop me whenever you want. But I mean, um, you've already you've already started. <laughs> Do you want um, to finish it quickly? <laughs> What's look? Spurs are not in a good in a good place at the moment, are they? And they're going no. to Arsenal, and they've got a terrible record there. So just give, just tell me what you think is going to happen. What do you reckon? It's not far. I mean, I mean, it's not far to go. No, it's a bus ride it's, away. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, a short it's bus not ride. far. You're right. <laughs> but whenever they go there, or whenever they have gone there in recent in recent times, uh, they haven't done that well. Um, but. It, this is this is a, a different Spurs are are clearly which is it clearly superior to Arsenal this season. I mean, I think they were no, clearly superior season. to last season, but this season it's Ooh. all gone. To, Mate, to, we haven't to, actually played played well uh, since Harry Kane came back against Burnley. Oh God, it's horrible to say that. Horrible because I mean, you know, all the critics are out and everything. All this crap about when he was out out. They were doing tremendously well. Son came into it. It looked like he was really happy. And, you know, I mean, it's just, it, but it, does, it doesn't make sense. Harry Kane's the best, arguably the best striker in Europe. What kind of team suffers from him coming back into the squad? Well, it's a horrible cliche, but he, need, he needs service. And at the end of, well, mate, I also, I don't like to say this, but I do wonder if Pochettino's message is, you know, the, on the continent, they seriously believe in changing the manager because it's just to get a new voice, a new message, something new in there. Mm, and I'm just mm. wondering if you look at what happened with Pochettino at Espanyol, even look at what happened with Klopp at... Well, no, no, Southampton, he left quite early. But if you look at what happened with yeah, Klopp, Klopp at Dortmund, for example, tremendously right, successful, right. but then had a season which was an absolute capitulation. They were close to the relegation... And I mean, and he, and he left. And I feel like, and even, you know, Guard, Guardiola's always been very smart at leaving before he needs to. Mourinho, season three syndrome? Yeah, Mourinho tends to leave before everything goes wrong by making everything go <laughs> wrong himself. Like, but perhaps he has a shelf life. I, I wonder if Poch is, like, it's same players, you know, it's, it's still... Deli Ali and Harry Kane, and in, and if you look at the players in the Tottenham squad who aren't really functioning at the moment, it's the likes of Deli, Eric Dyer. Mate, what has happened to Eric Dyer? Like, you remember when question. he was like, you know, Manchester United wanted to buy him for like fifty million and put him in the base of midfield. They don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, putting in tackles on Sergio Ramos and and you know well, yeah it's 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 a shadow of of who it was. Um, I mean, what what was when Trippier left? He obviously came out and said, you know, things are not right uh, at the moment with Danny Rose, uh, Vertonghen, uh, Ericsson. Uh, sorry, it's not Vertonghen. Uh, sorry, the Virals. No, even All Vertonghen these... has hasn't signed a new contract. Um, and you've you've now this year got Vertonghen, Alderweireld, Rose, Ericsson all going into the last year of a contract, which is just, just nuts. Either um, sell them on or, or 
sign them up do do one of the two things it's to me it's totally bizarre and Some, trippier, something's trippier not right gone. there yeah. trippier is gone and i'm sorry but yeah. carl walker peters is not ready and Ori, no, Ori no, has always true. been like injury prone and accident prone and and i mean <laughs> he, he can be in there's an exceptional player in serge Aurier if you can get his mind right but he's tended to be used by pochettino in games where the where you need his pace because he's a lot faster than Trippier. And, mm. and Trippier is gone. And I think, honestly, okay, he didn't have the greatest season last year. But I feel at 20 million, he's a bit undervalued. He's only 28. He had a long-term contract left. And I think mm-hmm. we let him go for... And he's having a, he's having a lovely old time. At, at, yeah, he is, isn't he? He's out in Madrid. He's playing well. He's, he's integrating he's hard. He's learning language. He's doing a, a, a D-Bale. Uh, you know, he's, uh, he's doing everything that Bale never did. And, uh, oh, mate, I, I'm really happy for him. I'm, I really am. Me too. I've always just, liked Trippier. He always know. tried hard and he always, and he always mm. did his best. You know, he, was, he had some defensive issues. But a wonderful footballer. Like his ability yeah, to cross yeah. a ball is and take set pieces and, and find people and an, an intelligent player just, I mean, has pace limitations. So, yeah, mm. I don't, mm. mate, the, the short answer to your question is I don't know what's going on with Spurs. I worry it might be time for a change. Oh, year six as well for Poch, isn't it? So, um, this yeah. is, uh, you know, six is, I mean, we're well, maybe and he's, he's not shown himself to be in the right frame of mind. He keeps talking about leaving and, not liking things and changing his title and all of this crap, you know, yeah. shut up and It is weird, there. definitely. <laughs> so I want to I wanna draw back to, to podcasts of the past and not too distant past as well, where you were lack, you know, waxing lyrical on him. And, but oh, of mate, course, I love know, him, he, but he, he doesn't mean yeah, he can complain. You know, think about no, your, your no. kids. You love your kids. But the moment they start complaining, do you not think, oh, shut up. <laughs> no very true he's so he's like your kid basically no, he's yeah, like yeah. a child i mean it's yeah. a relationship you have with anyone you love them you love them dearly you do anything for them but when they're complaining there is a part of you that thinks oh shut up <laughs> shut up and put the kettle on for god's sake deal it, deal with it talking. Later. i can't solve your um, problems leave mate there is one nice shining light out of all of this and mm. that is that Nobody has scored more goals in a North London derby than Monsieur Harry Lecane. And if he comes up trumps here at the empty crates, it will be a very sweet victory, wouldn't it? I mean, and it would be maybe something that that could uh, catapult Spurs forward uh, in a way that uh, that the team obviously really needs now. Mate, I hope Delhi's back. And I hope he he puts Dyer in because Dyer, Delhi and Harry hate Arsenal. And that's all I want. (laughs) That's all I want is I want people who hate Arsenal, who can't stand them. You'll, you know, you'll kick the crack poodles in the head if needs be. That's what I want. I want a battle. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, that's the four o'clock kickoff. Uh, I'm, I'm not even sure who the bookies are uh, putting as favourites. I would imagine that it will be very, very close uh, with Spurs possibly just edging it. But it, uh, because it's at the empty crates, I think it will be very close. Uh, mate, let's have a quick break and let's come back and talk about the rest of the Premier League action. <laughs> Wake up in the morning, wanting some breakfast, but my gonna spread on my toes. Bright daylight, made with pure 
sunflower oil and with the taste that'll make you shine. All through the daytime When day is done Well, you know what I like oh, What's that? Oh, Come on, y'all Fight the light Yeah Good night If I had a buck for every time These two tried to stuff old school Marge down my throat I'd still be a poor voice synthesizing machine Give me a fried egg Any day of the week, madam Welcome back to part 2 of the Action for the Premier League. It's going to be a fantastic Premier League. Mate, it's going to be a really good weekend. Although there isn't that many matches of, 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 uh, you know, real sort of fire apart from that North London derby, there are some other tasty matches. I'd say tasty. And, mate, we're going to start with the one at St. Mary's because we've got a Manchester United team, which is um, well, it's not doing very well now at the moment, is it? And this, if there, ever there was a time to, to face Man United, it could either be it or it could not be it. Now, in the Ferguson days, I would say this is not the time to face no. Man United. After just having lost at home to Crystal Palace in a way that really they should not have lost. Uh, uh, you know, one punt over the top. Ling, you know, Linda, Lindahov doesn't know what he's doing and the ball bounces and then bang, it's in. And then, and then for them to get back into it and then only to have it snatched away from them once again, right at the death there with Van Arnold. Um, I would say if this was the Ferguson period, this would be the worst time to play it. But this is a different Man United team, isn't it, really? And with all the crap and all the abuse that Pogba got, all the issues with Martial and Rashford, um, I mean, if this could actually be a good chance for Southampton to win this, isn't it? Couldn't it? It may. It could be. Um, I certainly, if I were you, wouldn't be worried about penalties. No, <laughs> I'm not. Um, their track, their record so far in the last two, it's 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 taken two and missed two. So, uh, um, feeling good on that one. And Sanchez is now gone. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, but Ibrahim Ibrahimovic wants back in um, to take the pens. He, well, he said he wants back in. I'm sure that if he did come in, he'd, he'd be a big one to take the pens. That's for sure. Because I don't think Rashford. I think. This whole thing with the penalty thing—I don't know if you even want to talk about it. I can't be—I can't be asked to be too much to, to be too honest about it. But Rashford took that penalty against PSG in the final minutes uh, to put them through, and that's because Pogba wasn't on the pitch at the time, um, and he was the penalty taker. And then since then, and just before that as well, obviously he took a very good one for England against Colombia in the penalty shootout. Before that, he hadn't taken penalties too much, but then he took another couple and he did very well. He drilled them, and. Uh, you know, Rashford's a striker, you know, he, he wants goals, he needs goals, he loves goals, and like all strikers do, so I can understand him wanting to take the pens. Um, but mate, I mean, unbelievable that he, he stepped up and missed that pen that hit the post, really, after everything <coughs> happened. It's just well, ridiculous, really. He did, he did get really close to not missing it, didn't he? I mean, he's yeah, cracked the inside of the post. <laughs> I mean, I, there is, I, I mean, uh-huh. a miss is a miss, and you have, you have a point there, you are right. But, like, there's the Pogba way of missing it, and there's the Rashford way of missing it. And <laughs> if I gave you the choice between the two, which would you have? Oh, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um, have you noticed, it's funny as well, that Pogba actually started missing more since he changed his, uh, his style of penalty taking. Yes, you the, stupid, that? the stupid run-up is more effective. He should stick to it. 
Exactly. Yes, there you go. So <laughs> what are you doing? But anyway, um, you know, don't change a winning habit, a winning mentality. No. There is a new way that, that football players are now taking penalties. And I, I like it. It's that kind of jump. Oh, without the Jorginho jump, though, before the, before they do it, it's, it's everything but the Jorginho jump. It's line up right in front of the, uh, 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 the goalkeeper in a direct line behind the football. So you, it's just a direct line between you, the football and the goalkeeper, and then take about six or seven steps off to the side because then the keeper doesn't have much time to, to sort of judge your body, your body movement and your, you know what I mean? Like he's, mm-hmm. it's less of a chance for the keeper to actually guess properly where it, where it is that you're going to, you're going to, you're going to slot it. So um, anyway, I, I think that's right, a new For technique. me, there's only one way to take a penalty and that is to uh-huh. address the ball, come back from it, do a little Johnny Wilkinson-esque little kind of crouchy thing, uh-huh. then do the right. tippy toes and then whack it in the top corner as hard as you bloody can. <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> there you go. I also Bang. quite like straight a Julian, Julian Dix straight down the middle. <laughs> they're, they're pretty good as well with venom and like yeah. you mean it as yeah. well. Um, mate, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's probably a good time to face Man United. But the problem is Southampton are not in a very good place here at the moment. No Bertrand and Redmond injured in midweek. Oh, really? That's your best two players? Fulham. Basically, yeah. So, with our best two players uh, uh, out, it's uh, it would be a nice time to do it. But um, Hasenhutl clearly doesn't trust the defense at the moment Mate, either. He's Hasen got this Hüttel. new twenty-year-old. Hasenhutl yeah, has yeah, in shape, isn't he? I mean, he's he's, oh, yeah, he he's a muscly, he muscly man. I think he's, he's a muscly man. I think I'd like him as a dad, like you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know what you mean. Uh, he'd take you to sports teenager, events. You know, mm-hmm. he'd, he'd be nice like, and, but firm. Yeah, yeah. Agreeable, the, yeah. but firm. And other kids would know who your dad is and they wouldn't fuck uh, with you. You know, oh, they no. simply wouldn't, you know, because he's, nah, he's, and he, he's a tall geezer as well. So mm. he's built, he's tall, and he's ready to smash any, other, any of the other dads. So, um, <laughs> big, I'm, I'm with you. You're going to I'm smash your dad. That's a hoot. That's a hoot. <laughs> well, well, we'll soon see. But um, I, I think it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, I'll, I'll obviously be, be fixed to so the mate, screen. I fancied you until you told me that your best two players were injured. And now yeah, I fancy you. Yeah. No, that's right. And it's going to be painful. I mean, ugh. And I, uh, we went through the, I went through the fixtures with you, you know, we've got some terrible fixtures where we play a lot of the top six at home and then a lot of the bottom teams away. And it's, it's just not looking good at all for the first eight matches for, for Southampton. One I last time though, one last time, mm-hmm. you won last time. That's like, right. Shocker. That was a shocker against Brighton. But the reason, the only reason why, why Southampton won was because they, 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 they went, Brighton went down to 10 men after 30 minutes so uh, Brighton were all over Southampton and they would have I'm, I'm pretty sure they would have done it I'm not convinced at all uh, by uh, the football that they're playing at the moment um, there's a lot of talk of this 4-2-2-2 formation that Hasenhutl wants to bring in we still haven't had a sniff of it you know he's been there okay fair enough he has to play depending on the staff that he's got it's very important you can't if you don't have the staff to do it then you can't play the way that you want to play and so he's showing great adaptability for for that but we there there was something that that happened a, f- a few seasons ago with Kilman and with Pochettino that suddenly 
brought in a style of football that Southampton, a high press style of football that Southampton became kind of known for. And that's gone. And it well, everyone like does it, to be back. fair. Yeah, there's high press now. Absolutely. You're right. They I know. were I thought, coming out. I thought Southampton were decent for periods uh, against Liverpool. The, the big problem is there's no one to put the ball in the back of the net. That's the big Well, problem. that's it. You've got Danny Ings. We were hoping that uh, something would happen there. And, of course, uh, Che Adams hasn't really hit the ground running. But I, I don't mind someone that doesn't hit the ground running, actually. Uh, I'm uh, patient with them because sometimes it takes a couple of games and then bang, you know three or four or five, six, it, you know, on the trot type thing. So um, I'm, I'm hopeful that Che would be one of those. And I don't think we've seen enough of him in preseason to, to see that he can do it. Uh, so now it's just, it's just a question of him getting that first goal in and then seeing if something comes from it. So, um, but, um, but yeah, I don't know, not that confident to be honest. Um, but anyway, we'll, Hopefully they'll prove prove me wrong, um, mate. Let's move on. Uh, we've got uh, um, uh, uh, eight more games to cover, so let's cover these very quickly, mate. Newcastle versus Watford. I think uh, um, Newcastle after their very good performance, obviously last week. Uh, we'll say less about that, the better, mate. Steve Bruce suddenly a mastermind in disguise. Do you think so? He's been hiding for the last twenty years of being a manager, and suddenly he's the absolute, you know, amazing manager that uh, that nobody saw. No, what happened in that game was is that Joel Linton <laughs> discovered the bus-sized hole between Davison Sanchez and Toby Alderweireld, and he thought uh-huh. to himself, "I'm going to occupy this hole because it's nice and hmm. it's roomy, and you could really fit a bus in here." And um, <laughs> someone's passed the ball to him. No, I think I think Newcastle did did well, but I don't think they were tested all of that much. And I think they'll find it more difficult at home. But Watford are in a bad place. So I kind of fancy this to be a, a a draw. I think for me, it's got like a one-one written on it. If Newcastle mm. might might take a win because they're in a kind of better better place, and and Watford might be thinking, well, if we down tools for a bit, they'll get a new manager in, so we can have this nice tool downing period where we don't work all that hard and then we'll work Mm -hmm. when the new manager comes in because i mean watford won't won't keep their finger off that trigger much longer then potso's like to pull that trigger Mm. Trigger do you think they don't they don't like him there they don't do you think the players have fallen out of love with with how can they fall i think i think they're just used to the manager changing so often like they're they're just used to it and then they're thinking oh hang on he's still here Oh, hang on. No, I want to down tools for a bit. Let's down tools for a bit. right. I mean, I yeah. like him, but I, I need my rest. Let's... He should be gone. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what uh, happened. All right. Okay. So maybe a score draw, low score draw, one all sort, sort of yeah. thing, you reckon? Something yeah. Like that. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, mate, Man City, Brighton, just very quickly. Uh, I, I mean, there's no point even talking about who's going to win it. Just, I think the question is how much? Uh, two for Sterling, two for Aguero. That's four plus mm-hmm. one for midfield. Five. I go five. I quite okay. like Brighton. I think five. it might be just five. Okay, that's nice of you. Um, Burnley versus Liverpool, mate. So I got a feeling that Ashley Barnes might have something to say about this yeah, game. Is that Burnley? Ooh. Ashley Barnes will score first, but Liverpool will win. I get, uh, that's what I'm telling. Okay. You. Ashley Barnes will score, and he'll score first. But I think mm-hmm. Liverpool will still win. The, you know, they've got that two-point advantage in the title race over Man City, and I expect them to, to, to keep it until the two teams face each other. It's, it's proving really nip and tuck, this, this um, 
this title race and with only what 35 games left to go it's, it's anyone's call <laughs> neck and neck neck and neck all the way to the end just like last season I don't think it will I think I think Man City will, will actually pull away a little bit but Liverpool are not, they're not doing too badly the only thing is that they've conceded more shots than they did this time last year they've got no clean sheets at all um, I mean uh, they must be a little bit worried up there don't you think uh, I don't know Maybe not. Mm, I think they're okay for They score now. for fun, though. They score for fun. So that's, that's the, the main thing. Um, all right, then. Okay, good stuff. Liverpool for, uh, for a win there. But Ashley Barnes doing what he does best. Mate, his goal last week, just very quickly, um, against Wolves. Uh, that was a piece of something, wasn't it? That was lovely. I don't know if you saw it or not. But it was a cracker-lacking one. Um, Crystal Palace versus Aston Villa. Villa fresh off their first win uh, for donkey's years uh, against Everton. Finally, Grealish, Curtains, Curtains boy, uh, yes. finally get that, that win off his back. He did. He absolutely got it there. He must be. He must have slept well that night, or not at all, depending on how you want to look not at it. Not at all. I'm going with not at all. I've, yeah, I remember the footage of him wandering around a city centre drunk. I'm going with not at all. <laughs> that was a gem. Crystal Palace, one of the worst teams in the world at playing at home, um, uh, going against a buoyant Villa side. Mate, what you reckon on this one? I... Uh, to answer this one, I need to know Wilf's current state of mind. Someone needs to open up a website with Wilf's state of mind so that Crystal <laughs> Palace fans can know what's going on. Fair enough. But if um, Wilf's all right, I fancy Palace to win that one. If Wilf's not all right, draw. Draw. All right, fair enough. A draw. I'm, I'm, even, I'm going for a Villa win here. Uh, I'm going for a Villa win. I just think That's he's going to do it. I know, I know. Uh, West Ham versus Norwich. Mate, this, this what I'm saying. Pookie. Pookie. Like massive, massive games, but they're all tasty. Uh, Sebastian okay. Haller, West Ham's new striker, mate. Do you know his middle name is Teddy? Um, so, which is very sweet, you know, because okay. we all like Teddy Bear. But mate, there's only one striker to talk mate, about. If something, if something scary and it involves ghouls, it's it's spooky. Spooky. If something's it's a little bit odd. And and not quite usual. It's kooky, and if some and someone is the top striker in the Premier League, it's pooky. <laughs> Very nice. If Very you score well from put. long, if you score from long distance without really meaning it, it's fluky. Okay. How many more of these do you got? Not many. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's stop there then. Um. Pookie, what's the chances of him scoring? Pretty high, oh, I reckon. Hi, mate. I'm high, Pookie, high. Pookie for the golden boot is is something I want to see. I don't care what happens to Norwich. I just want Pookie Pooks to get the golden boot. <laughs> and then I want everyone to rename it the golden Pookie. It's R. Oh. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, he'll definitely be having a Pookie at that. So uh, I'm sure. So, all right. Mate, Chelsea versus Sheffield United. Did you know that Sheffield United have not kept a clean sheet against Chelsea for over 95 years? Wow, that's a lot of years. What do you uh, reckon the chances are of them doing it this time? What not, do you reckon? Not high, because Chelsea actually look quite good going forward. The, the weakness of anything, as, as Pookie showed us last week, was at the back. But mm-hmm. no, I don't fancy him to do it. Mate, I've fallen in love with Chris Wilder. Uh, ever since okay. his, his comments last week where uh, the commentator said something, to, uh, sorry, the interviewer said something to him along the lines of, well, your players tried hard today. And he was like, of course they did. It's a minimum. 
I expect them to try hard. I don't think anyone should be clapped for coming and doing their job and working hard. You won't get clapped from me. You know what? The fans should stop clapping. They should be upset because we didn't keep the ball properly. And I was like, oh, oh, oh I like oh, you. Nice. <laughs> nice. We haven't had that in the prem for a while. It was, oh, yeah, it was exactly what you said, mate. And I'm just going to answer the way that we always answer. Yeah. Nah. No, we nice. were shit. We Running were shit. out is not enough. Straight. Love it. <laughs> Proper football mate. man. He is a proper football man. He's come out with a few, hasn't he? Uh, uh, the one about dinner as well, when he was he booked dinner uh, for all the players to go a little bit early or something, and then and said we might as well have breakfast or something because it was so pitiful. So I can't. I don't remember exactly what he said, but yeah, he's going to be fun to watch. Uh, um, old Wilder, isn't he? He's going to be a good one. And I think you know, I mean, this this is more than his wildest dreams coming to places like oh. Sheffield uh, Chelsea sorry isn't it Stanford Bridge it's going to be it's going to be wonderful for him and uh, wonderful for Sheffield United as well to be uh, uh, involved in these kind of uh, um, matches they were undone against Leicester last week but mate I mean, Leicester are, let's, let's, let's be frank, Leicester are doing extremely well this season, aren't they? And uh, I mean, let's just move on to Leicester versus Bournemouth, which is the next game we're going to cover very quickly. They're unbeaten so far this year. They're looking a bit good, really, aren't they, Leicester? Um, yes. Chilwell and Indeed are out. Uh, but um, even without those two, um, they, 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 they should be pretty good, shouldn't they? I, think I fancy them to beat Bournemouth. Bournemouth mm. are a weird, a weird team. Yeah, Wilson, Fraser, King, but mate, that Harry Wilson, mate, a special free kick against Man City last week. That was a bit very tasty, special, wasn't it? But, very special, a bit tasty. Was, Doesn't do much else though, does he? No, and there wasn't much pressure on it. Last minute, you know, whatever. If it goes out, we're 2-0 down. We're not exactly going to get back into this one either. But it was still very, very nice and still up in that top it was, corner. It right? was the football equivalent of poking, poking an angry bear with a stick though, isn't it? Like Manchester, yes. Manchester City are 2 nil up yeah. on you. Everything's fine. The bear is sleeping over in the corner. And then you go poke it with a stick and mm-hmm. like it, it upset them. Like you could just see the Man, City <laughs> fa- the Man City players being like, we might have avoided the Pep hairdryer and the insane whiteboard clicking thing <laughs> and him down on his haunches. And then Wilson puts it in the top corner and you can literally see Kyle Walker going, oh no, he's going to be moving them dots around on the clipboard <laughs> shouting, Nico, Nico, David, David, for 15 minutes. <laughs> I just want to have a shower. <laughs> I want to shower. Get myself ready to go home. We're going to have to listen to the more dribble. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you're, you're probably very right, and they probably all did get an earful. Oh well. Um, uh, but yeah, can't see can't see anything but but a Leicester win. I think on this one, like you said, Bournemouth. Uh, they are a bit of a funny funny team, and they do sometimes uh, uh, pop up with with a bit of a surprise, um, uh, as they did with a couple of very lovely away results last season. But. Leicester are really flying. So uh, uh, Leicester for the win. And mates, the last game that we're going to cover is also another tasty one. There's just tasty games all around. Everton versus Wolves. Mate, Everton, what's going on there? Along with Watford, they're the team in in the Premier League who have scored only one goal so far this season. Six shots on target in the last three Premier League matches. What's, what's, what's happening with Everton? They've, they've had some great signings this summer. Everyone was talking of them being definitely the, 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 the team that was definitely going to be winning the Everton Cup. 
and they, they can't seem to, to shoot at the moment. Um, well, they have won one of those games, haven't they? And, and drawn, drawn yeah, yeah, they, they did, and it was a commendable, commendable win. They drew another one. So there's, there's no issues on, on, on points, but they six shots in the last three games. It's just, you can put that you know. right by having a few shots. Like, take a shot from the kickoff, put that right. Yeah, so bad, I guess right? so. Don't worry about it. Be it's fine. Statistics, isn't it? Yeah. All right, and Wolves, mate. Wolves going strong, although they needed a, yeah. a penalty in plus seven minute against Burnley to get to get something. But mate, Wolves have played more games this season than anyone else. Eight already with Europe That's and Cup. It's a lot of games, isn't it? It's a lot of games in there. Well, so, then Nuno doesn't rotate, um, does he? No. <laughs> It's, it's so same how old, long same old. Will these legs keep going? Christmas. Mm, indeed. Indeedy. Christmas by Christmas, they'll fall by the wayside. Right. All right. Well, thank you very much, uh, Monsieur Le David. I know you are a very busy guy these days, so very there difficult we. for you to get on the, on the blower, but very grateful that you were able to do so. Uh, thank you, listeners. That's all for this week. Uh, we will be back uh, uh, next week to review and preview once again. And uh, I, I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend of Premier League football. Arriva Dirce. Well, thank God that's over. Invidio turista che arrivi, ti bevi de fori e de scavi, poi tutto d'un colpo te trovi fontana de trevi che è tutta per te. C'è sta una leggenda romana legata a sta vecchia fontana, per cui si ce butti un soldino costringer destino a fatte tornare. E mentre il sordo bacere fontanone, la tua canzone in fondo è questa qua. Arriva dereci Roma, goodbye, Si ritrova a pranzo a squarciarelli, fettuccine e vino dei castelli, come ai tempi belli che Pinelli immortano. Arriva dereci Roma, goodbye, Si rivede a spasso in carrozzella e ripensa a quella ciumachella che era tanto bella e che gli ha detto sempre no.